Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Gesso Girls. It's Erin and Julia here. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Great Resignation, which is kind of, you know, going across the nation right now, which is a very interesting because it couldn't have fallen in a better time because I did the same. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Me too. I did not quit my day job though, but I did realize that I needed to reprioritize my life activities or my life responsibilities and that required me resigning from the fitness industry in order to pursue the space and career that I want to that I really love and want more of which is the creative space and you know spending more time on my fashion um company as well and Julie and I were talking about this earlier, kind of about just like the great resignation, like how it's, you know, why is everyone resigning right now? And there's so many reasons why people are resigning and it's not necessarily resigning and quitting so you don't have a job. It's people are, you know, looking for new opportunities. People are resigning, for example, myself with the yoga and the fitness. I might have decided to resign from teaching fitness, but I'm still pursuing another career elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not just sitting here being like, uh-oh, what's Twitter next? Twiddling your thumbs, yeah. Twiddling my thumbs. Trust me, I've got more on my plate than I need anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I just took a little off. And I think that's something that's really interesting. And Julia, you also um, did something similar, obviously not the same. Um, Julia did not quit teaching fitness, but she did, you know, reprioritize and realize where she needed to um, resign. Yeah. So before I talk about my resignation, I did want to, you know, ask you a couple questions because some people might not know this about you, or if you've been listening, you probably do, but um, (laughs) could you explain too, so like how long have you been teaching fitness or like when did you start teaching fitness? So I started teaching six or seven years ago. So I've been teaching um, fitness and fitness and yoga. I mean, I know they all fit in the same, mm-hmm. same little bucket, but I did, I teach yoga and I teach, um, some like high interval training classes. It was always a passion of mine, health and wellness. Um, I was always doing it. I was an athlete growing up. So I think this was kind of like my way of continuing it as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there was also like a, I mean, this is like literally reminds me of like my childhood. Like yeah. <laughs> I was a varsity athlete, but I also was in the orchestra and mm-hmm. I also painted. Um, I loved it all, but I can say I always did more creative stuff than I did fitness. Yeah. Um, even though that was like the, and I think maybe it does go back to like that community aspect. Like there was a stronger community community in my hometown in the sports than there was on the creative, and I think right. a lot of us can relate to that and yeah. understand that. Um, and I think that's also probably the same case as an adult. Yeah. There was such a stronger um, network where it came to teaching fitness and wellness and. I, you know, I'm not going to be completely like more people to hold you accountable. Yeah. And teaching teaching definitely holds you accountable. I mean, you have to show up, you know, you're, you You have have to show up to teach. Yeah. And you, and so, yeah, so I've been teaching for quite a while and I've been teaching three to four classes a week. So that's also a lot because again, I work full time in advertising as a graphic designer. So there was always, you know, all the trainings also take a lot of time, um, and I'm always I'm that person that's eager to always learn. So that also has a lot to do with maybe why I kept learning more things and continuing to put it into practice. Um, but that's kind of where it all kind of netted out. Well, actually, I started realizing there was too many things of myself that I was sacrificing in order to get everything done. Um, sacrificing my health, my wellness, 
this my sanity for others, uh, which is something I learned the hard way five years ago when I got sick. And I was like, these are bad habits that I've already had. I need to resign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and with that, I think um, another thing that I was reading about with the great resignation is burnout. Yeah. Um, I think, and that goes straight to kind of where I was at. I was just burning myself out. And I think I realized I can't do that. Um, and it's not how I want to live my life. Right. And that's where a lot of people are also getting that fuel to also make that decision to resign a part-time, a full-time, or change careers because there's a burnout that's associated with it right now. I think it's also interesting, too, because I know, and we've talked off off the off air or whatever about, <laughs> you know, your relationship with fitness as being something that was, like, really, you know, fulfilling and also, you know, obviously a way for you to take care of yourself. And it kind of just hasn't it hasn't been about taking care of yourself for a while now because it's been Mm -hmm. about like other people and it's like something that just doesn't fit in your life. Like at at, at the moment, right. That doesn't mean you might never go back to it too. So I think it's important also to like highlight that like you reprioritizing your time and your energy doesn't mean you're giving up something forever. Right. Like, you know, I think especially for, for someone like you, Erin, like fitness will always be a part of your life. And I think it could definitely be something you return to at a different time, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's okay to let something go if it's just no longer serving you in the way that's like benefiting you. And like, I think it's totally fair. Like fitness also isn't your full-time career too. And so, um, when we're talking about the great resignation, we also want to be, you know, cognizant of the fact that some people might be making even harder decisions, like giving up their careers to try to go do something completely different. Um, but I think Aaron and I just really relate to this because I had to do something similar recently where, um, I had one last side gig and I, I mentioned this in a previous episode, I think that was just not art related, but it was a little bit of my safety net, right? If like, oh, a month didn't go well with art, like I had this extra income coming in and, um, it was, I was doing uh, social media for a restaurant and it was interesting that it's been interesting now that I'm a couple weeks, you know, into no longer mm-hmm. doing that. Um, it's crazy how my attention and energy feels far more focused now. When I had that one other thing that just like doesn't fit with the rest that's like lingering out there, I felt like my attention was always divided between two things. And I think, I mean, I can't speak for every single person who's resigning from their jobs, but I think a lot of people felt that like their work life and like what they do at their job so greatly does not align with their passion that yeah. it's just exhausting to split that energy all the time. And I'm over here nodding for all you, just yeah. so you guys know. I am nodding to all of what Julia is saying because yeah. I think it you're yeah, and I think that's where I was getting my brain was get, is is getting foggy and I'm like why is it so foggy? Usually I'm so sharp and focused, but I'm like to a point that I'm calling people the wrong names. I'm yeah. like, okay, like this yeah. is too much. Like I have to and it was always planning. Like I'm a big planner. But it got to a point that I was always, I couldn't plan ahead because I was always trying to catch up with planning for the next day, Mm -hmm. changing a playlist, building out a new class. Um, And I think that's also something that I hope like everyone takes into consideration um, as humans. And this isn't just in the fitness industry. This is art too. Like when Julia's sharing her artwork, um, there's so much time and thought that goes into these things that people don't, I mean... Unfortunately, people just don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's always going to have that that criticism or be like, oh, well, why didn't you crop it this way? Or why didn't you do it this way? It's like, just shut up. Like, yeah. all you hate, like, you get, like, those people, like, and it's hard to, 
um, put the earmuffs on. It's hard to push them out. And I struggle with that, especially in the fitness industry. I can tell you, let me class pass. I'm sorry. But like when you have the reviews and I, this is art too, this is human life. We all have bad days mm-hmm. and class pass is not a bash on you, but every time someone takes class, you can write it feedback. And this is everything. You go to a restaurant, you can write feedback. I mean, you're, you're, you're a Uber driver, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's just kind of like people need to give each other some grace. Um, people have bad days. And just because it wasn't what you wanted for yourself that day doesn't mean that the next day wouldn't have been. Or, you know, if the person's an awful human, that's one thing. You can give feedback on like, hey, this person was just awful and spit in my face. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if someone made the wrong turn, like, oh my gosh, people, that does not mean it deserves a one star. It means someone made a uh-oh. I mean, if they're intentionally doing it and just like racking up your point, racking up the thing yeah but like i think that's just something that we all need to keep in mind especially going into this these upcoming months that it's gonna get super busy um have grace on yourself give grace to yourself and others um be thoughtful and you know instead of commenting something ugly comment something nice Mm -hmm. um that that goes so far for small businesses and just humans as all together post a heart, give them a thumbs up. It doesn't have to be anything like, you don't have to think of a paragraph to write, um, but start engaging in other people's social media or emails, etc. reach out to people. I think it's gonna go far, much further for you um, yeah. by bringing that energy into the world. And I think also yeah. being able to make space for, you know, I think this all comes back to just re- configuring your life and thinking really critically about where your energy is going right and Mm -hmm. um I think for me personally and I can't speak to for every single person who's going through this right now who might be feeling like I know especially people who are like in the service industry you know feeling burnt out like there's a shortage of Mm -hmm. you know other workers so you're being overworked um and I think it's it's important to um that like obviously people you know and I always feel uncomfortable talking about this like you have bills to pay like there are practical reasons why you have to go to yes. that job that exhausts you and you have to spend that energy that like you don't want to be spending on maybe somebody else's project but like that's that's life mm-hmm. like you have to do that sometimes I've had to do that you know like I had like even though I'm a full-time artist I still had that little side gig lingering and you know I had the luxury of being able to quit it but I think it's important also to recognize that you know this where they're calling it the great resignation right now, but we also want to make sure that it's not like the great regret in a couple months from now. Yeah. I think it's important to not make knee jerk reactions and to think critically about like, okay, well, what are the next steps after I make mm-hmm. this, this big decision? Um, and that's only something that you can determine. Um, but I think it, it starts with like what Aaron and I are talking about, which is looking really critically at like where your energy is going, what sort of trends you see in yourself. Like Aaron, you, you seeing that like, you know, oh wow, I'm coming back to a place that I was at a couple months ago or a year, a couple years ago when I was becoming sick. And that was where I was not prioritizing my health and Mm -hmm. me. It's recognizing that like, wow, I'm holding myself back right now by keeping this job that like no longer is serving me. Um, it's so important that we, we do this. And so I'm all for you quitting <laughs> yeah. your day job. Obviously I, I preach that a lot if it's something that you, cause you only have one life and 
you know, don't waste it, like pursuing someone else's dreams. But like, and once again, I do temper that always with, we really, you know, you don't want to set yourself up for failure though. Like go jump and not be ready and then have that dream fall apart because you didn't have proper planning. So this is a nuanced conversation is what I'm trying to say, I guess. But (laughs) well, yeah, yeah, there's a footnote. No, um, to going back to like the great regret. So that's something I just want to talk about real quick because I sat with this Mm -hmm. for a very long time. I don't want people to think that this was like an overnight decision. Um, I played chicken with this. I had an email drafted for weeks and it just sat in the inbox because I was too nervous to commit to it because I felt like I was letting people down, to be honest. That was the only reason why I wasn't doing it. I was like, I'm going to let someone down. But then again, I thought about it and I was like, it's not like I can't do this ever again. Um, I also used to be very active on social media and that's how I actually built my following was through health and wellness. And that's taken a back seat because of all everything. So it's like maybe there is a future back in the social media space for my health and wellness um, because I'll have time to put my energy there. But when it goes to the regrets, though, I bring this up because I was trying to think of when I was making this decision, um, it all stemmed back to regrets, actually. I didn't want to regret um, not being able to travel to see my family. So that was actually something that it really hit me when I was out visiting my family in Maine this past summer. Um, and why I don't travel as much is because it's always harder to find a sub and get people to take my classes and it's just like not best practice or, you know, um, and I was like, I'm working fully remote now and permanently working fully remote in advertising. So now is the time in my life I can go work in Maine. I could go live in Maine part time and so I can be around family and not have to stress about, you know, you can't just leave teaching for two months. I mean, sure you could, but good luck. Um, But that's where I was really thinking about through it. And I'm like, you know what, I will regret more not seeing my family than um, leaving fitness. Right. So I think that's kind of where I stemmed to and I went to. Yeah. So just thinking about like, trust me, I it was lots of thinking. And then it really finally that was the thing that I was like, what will I regret more? And it was it's a no-brainer. easy um, answer. Yeah, like you're never yeah, going to regret, for me it was. you know, the time you, yeah, you, you never can get that time back, right? And so it's like, exactly. where are you going to put it? And so I had the same debate and it was even less, you know, of a challenge, you know, and, and probably even less of a time commitment, quite honestly, with, you know, me doing social media for this other, um, for this restaurant. But for me, like the decision I had to make was like, wow, this is just extra time I'm scrolling on Instagram that I would rather not be scrolling and it's not great for my mental health. And it's extra time that, um, you know, I'm worrying about somebody else's brand and I'm already have a, trust me, a lot of worries and anxiety about my own brand. And it's like this other place that I'm holding. And like, I had to play that same, play it out for myself as well. Of like, what, if I do, if I were to quit this gig, really what are my regrets going to be? And I really could hardly come up with any other than monetary. And I know that sounds bad, but it's like, and once again, I'm not saying that that's not an important thing, but it's like, okay, really, if I think critically, can I find other sources of income that are going to be more fulfilling that I could put my time and energy into? And so um, it's really, I really do think that, you know, and I had the same thing, Erin, where I had this, this email typed up in my notes in my phone for, for months and 
trust me, my boyfriend was really tired of me talking about it, like, over each month. Same. When I, I would, each month when I would go to, like, give them my report for the month, I was like, <laughs> should I include it this month of, like, I'm quitting? Yeah. And a lot of it came down to guilt, too, like you were saying, and, like, because mm-hmm. I know that they're also super swamped right now, and especially, like, the restaurant industry, like, my God, they can hardly, they're short yeah. staffed to begin with, and so I felt really guilty about, like, oh my God, like, they desperately need my help just, right now. Yeah. And I think, but it also, once again, came back to, like, you know, this is going to sound callous. I don't mean for it to, but like that is their problem. Like this is their business. Mm -hmm. It's not my business. And, Mm -hmm. um, though I care deeply about them and they are family friends, like that, I cannot keep setting myself. You can't live your life. I can't keep setting myself on fire to keep other people warm. Like I just can't do that. Like, and I think I like that saying, have you not heard that saying before? I love that saying. Really? Oh my God. It's like my favorite. It's like, yeah, I'll say it again. You can't, you can't keep setting yourself on fire to let, to keep other people warm. And I feel like that has been like my existence for so long, Same. so long. Like, I mean, that has definitely been like my experience with like deciding to do art full time. It felt really, really, um, self-indulgent to decide to be a full-time artist. It, it felt selfish. It felt silly. It felt childish. Like all those things that, um, you know, I've obviously worked through now and realized they're not, but it's, it's difficult though. I mean, that's, those are the stories we're told. And I think, you know, whether or not the people who are like the mass, you know, people quitting or resigning from their jobs, you know, I don't know if they're going, you know, towards other companies or if they're pursuing Mm -hmm. their own personal passions. Um, but I think it's really a testament to, we kind of are in a time right now where we are realizing that work isn't just like a mathematical equation of like, I work X hours, I get X Mm -hmm. money check. We're more and more, we're, we're wanting to feel fulfilled by what our, our jobs. And that's, and that's tough, right? Like it's tough to to have every job in the world. Are you a male- Are you a millennial or are you Gen Z? I'm a millennial, but I'm like okay, on the maybe cusp. it's a millennial. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a millennial too. Yeah. I wonder if it is something to do with our like generation. Yeah. Um, about that fulfilling uh space. I mean, maybe it was everyone else too, but I just feel like I've seen it more often with people I know. I mean, I know so many people that have left their careers to pursue other careers that they find to be more fulfilling. Um, I have a friend who was an accountant for such a long time and consulting, you know, I don't want to say she lived out of a suitcase, but she was never home. She ended up going into real estate. I mean, it was such a shift, but she enjoys it. That's like yeah. what she likes to do. Um, well, and I, I, I mean, all across the board, I've been seeing that. I think the pandemic just shook everything up, right? Like, so <laughs> yeah. for example, actually funny enough, before I, um, my, my previous full-time job, I was a recruiter and I was a recruiter for accounting, which I literally makes me <laughs> laugh to think about. But anyway, so me I used too. to recruit for accounting and for big firms like, you know, you know, EY, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like another one that we did. Julia, you're talking to artists here. Do you okay, fine. So like these firms? like big <laughs> accounting firms, like I would help like recruit and stuff. And my, my God, was it hard to convince these people they'd be like so like I mean a lot of them knew what they were getting themselves into but we're talking Mm -hmm. like 80 hour weeks people like that's like the norm for them and they will be traveling and I'd have to tell them like what they're I was like so you'll be traveling eight months out of the year um you'll probably never be home you'll have to live in a hotel this many months of the year and like uh, it was crazy how many your family (laughs) literally they were like 
okay, some of them were like, okay, great. I won't have to sign a lease. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's insane. Like, I was literally like one of the jobs that I would recruit for was called the road runner because they never were not on the road, like for this, this accounting, consulting accounting role. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people, because of the pandemic, like, I'm sure jobs like that, like just stopped happening because you, you couldn't travel. And I think it was like this forced pause for a lot of people to be like, oh, this is what life could be like if I wasn't traveling every weekend or I wasn't running at this pace. And I think as life has started to return to normal, normal, you know, air quotes, Mm -hmm. we're realizing how absolutely abnormal that type of existence was. And obviously that's an extreme that I'm talking about, but I think we all can relate in some way to that ridiculous pace and returning to it for some of us has been like really eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the news has been talking a lot about that too. It's not just like resigning, it's like resigning to go work for another company doing the same thing. So I am so happy that I'm fully remote. It's just been better for my health. I still have an office that I have the option to go into, but I think a lot of people are realizing. uh, My boyfriend, for example, he goes to the office a couple times a week and he's just like, the amount of time I spend to get there and get back, he's like, I could be, you know, spending time with you. I could be doing something. And mm-hmm. I think people are just having that realization. And a lot of people are going to other companies that can deliver those. Yeah. Um, wow. For yeah, those those new norm. And mm-hmm. I think that's where like, well, it worked before, so why can't it work? And some are yeah. take, adapting to that. Others, others aren't. And I think some. And again, like, or not again, but. Some people love the old way of going to. I know some people. My boyfriend goes to the office every day. He goes to the office. I mean, I think he could easily work from home, but the problem is okay, God, I'm not trying to like out Kirk right now, but he gets distracted with video games and things like that. (laughs) Like, like, I saw him when we were in the midst of the pandemic. He'd be like, like, Are you working? You know, like. Good thing he has you. So part of me is kind of like, I think he's he's someone who's better. Not that he can't be held accountable, but like, he's definitely somebody who, like, it's good for him to be with and around other people to like keep him going and and stay on track and for me I'm very 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 self-motivated like a little too self-motivated and so I think the environment is different it's what works for me doesn't work for Kirk you know and that's okay and um I think but I think a vast majority of us going into an office every day doesn't work for us you know doesn't it's not what we thrive in no so I mean I long long many episodes ago I don't even know if I really did talk about it I got sick with a brain tumor um five four years ago I say five but it has not been five four years ago um and so I really I suffer from red vertigo and with that taking public transportation is a real challenge for me uh I'll be fine and all of a sudden I'm like I can't feel the ground like I don't really know my my bearings um so working from home has created a lot, like a less stressful environment for me. And it's made me more comfortable during the day when working. Um, but I do go into the office once in a while and I do enjoy it. Um, it's a quiet office. It, it's a nice space. Uh, but I do think that there's just so many elements. And I don't know what I would have done if we had to return to the office full time. I don't know if, I mean, I would have struggled with it. And yeah. it would have probably affected the quality of my life mm-hmm. um, as it had been for the past four years, five, three years before, but that was just, that's, you had no choice. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if, you know, Having it's a good thing. choice now. We have a choice. Yeah, it's really big. We have a choice. Um, it is big. And I think from people 
there are so many people that have disabilities that people don't know, like getting from point A to point B, that this allows them to comfortably get their work done. And I, like Julia, am very self-motivated, sometimes too self-motivated that I need to remember lunch is a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Also is getting up and walking. Mm -hmm. Um, I've tried all the apps, don't get me wrong, they do not work for me. (laughs) Nope, same here. I have have a lot, yeah, I was going to say, I have all the alarms to tell me to like, meditate it's like no yeah sorry i'm in the middle drink of your meeting. water yeah it doesn't work yeah yeah i even have one for water everyone oh yes, I do. that's the only one that actually i'm actually good about me. that believe it or not like that's the one thing i'm good about and i don't need to be reminded to do but um i do it's like 2 p.m and it's like you've had three ounces of water oh my gosh. <laughs> i'm like oh I gosh I, my, my thing is i probably get most of my fluids from tea which I don't even oh, know that's right. you drink if that's tea. good or not, but like I do feel like it's probably a little bit better than coffee in terms of it is. hydrating. Plus dehydrating. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the great resignation. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, this has been an interesting conversation, I think, from the standpoint of like, I think this conversation applies to not just artists, right? Like, I think it applies to anybody who is feeling like they're just not on the right path, right? And um, mm-hmm. I think that's totally normal. Um, I also think that, I mean, I, we are i'm in my 20s aaron you're in your in your early 30s 30s. i think that also this is kind of a natural time that people question the path that they're on as well i mean granted i don't know the statistics of like what the age demographic has been of people resigning um but i think that our generation at least millennials have been we're far more apt to like voice our needs and jump and try new things so um yeah i hope that you know this kind of rambling episode was hopefully inspiring to you in some way of like, you know, reassessing how you spend your energy and your time. And if there's something that you do need to quit and to consider that carefully. So yeah, consider, consider that carefully. Don't blame us. And, do, <laughs> so. and don't, don't have a regret. Exactly. So make sure you weigh that out and realize what you'll regret more. Um, and like, as Julia said, we are twenties and thirties. Um, we don't have children. We have, yeah. you know, we're in a place in our lives where we, we have less risk mm-hmm. um, for our, ourselves to make some of these adjustments. And I think that's something, Important especially now recognize. more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like this fashion line that I'm working on with um, two other people, I don't want to be like, it's now or never, but like, this is my, my window of, yeah. you know, giving it a shot, seeing if it'll work. And honestly, like I, healthy mentality, I think maybe like, if it flops, it flops. If it doesn't, hey, maybe it's my next career path. But like, I think it's just taking the pressure off of it, enjoying the experience, enjoying the journey. Um, But you know, sometimes you just gotta rip that bandaid off. I couldn't find experience extreme joy in your Apple Music library. Experience. We need to keep that in. I can't find experiencing extreme joy in your Apple. Because I don't know what it is, I don't Siri. Know what it is, Siri. <laughs> no. Don't need to rub it in. <laughs> you guys know how many that how often that happens to me, like all the really? time. Is that your yeah, that's that your watch? Your Apple watch? Yeah, my watch. Oh, my app, talks my Siri to me. doesn't talk to me. Oh my gosh. Siri and Alexa talk to me way too often, and I don't know if I'm losing my mind because I'm always at home, that's or I'm like, so did someone just do that? I was like, who just said that? And so like, Siri just said oh. she couldn't find experiencing extreme joy in Aaron's. <laughs> playlist um but we hope you guys can <laughs> get experience extreme joy, joy. And, and please send it my way send it Aaron's i can't find way. it <laughs>
All right, well, you hopefully guys. this great resignation will help me find my way to experience extreme to joy, joy. whatever that was. Exactly. Yes, I think I think that's that's your goal. That's your motto for for this month. So. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did enjoy it, please give us a review, hopefully five stars. And also, it's so important to us if you were to share this episode. That's really how new people find the show. Aaron and I were just discussing how, like, going on to the um, either Spotify or um, uh, what's it called? Like, Apple Apple. uh, podcast or whatever is so overwhelming because it's like going on to Netflix. (laughs) So it's really hard for people to find our show. So if you could help people out and share it with them so that they can discover the show, that's super helpful. So we don't have to resign this. Exactly. So we don't want, (laughs) we don't want to have to resign this either. So this is because we will regret that. No. (laughs) Yeah. We will regret that. And you will too. Um, So if you, yeah, if you want to, if you want to keep this show going, if you want to help us continue to grow it so new people can find us, um, that would really, really help us out and make sure to tag us at just so girls. And thanks again for listening.